Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. It's a podcast about Indiana Jones. Every movie, one minute at a time. Indiana Jones. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute the podcast in which we celebrate and discuss the film Raiders of the Lost Ark one minute at a time. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mummert. I'm Jerry Porter. And I'm Doris Weiss. Welcome back, Doris. Hey. All the way from Germany. Yeah. Well, flew in overnight, you know. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we should have just planned ahead and told you you'd be here at least a couple nights. So you could, you didn't have to fly back and then come back again. That was, that was our fault. I'm so sorry. If you, if you look out the window right now, do you see the moon? Uh, Actually, it's still light out. Oh, look at the sun. I'll look out the window and I'll see the sun too. We're looking at the same Um, sun. When I'm, yeah, kind of. I'm actually looking at an apartment building, but. Not so interesting. Chair, can you see the same uh, apartment building from your window? Uh, oh. I'm looking. I'm looking at an apartment building too. <laughs> That's so romantic. <laughs> it's all happening on the air. This is beautiful. Um, all right, we're here to discuss minute sixty-five, and minute sixty-five begins with Indy badly freaked out by a cobra, and it ends with Marion downing her beverage like a pro. Well, just from a kind of a historical perspective, it's cool that this this minute starts with the cobra, because the cobra was the symbol of royalty for the Egyptians. Um, and Egyptian pharaohs would actually have a cobra that looked just like that coming out of his crown. And the cobra oh, symbolized yeah. the goddess Wajet and her protection of the pharaoh. So it's interesting that India is coming face to face with the pharaoh, basically. He's basically coming right up to Shishak. And he's taking control of what Shishak had because he's going to try to outsmart the the protective cobra. That's hysterical. And Shishak's like, if this glass box wasn't here, I swear. (laughs) Well, Indy just didn't take the hint, right? No, still the 20th hint. No, yeah. And if you're Shishak, you'd be you'd be pretty pissed that after all, you know, you lost your city and you had to sit around for, you know, nearly 3000 years, you know, and you're like, I'll be damned if someone else is going to waltz in here, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get my angry face at yeah. the very least. That's all he's I can do. Mad as a wet hen. <laughs> All this angry face and wet hint. I mean, there's also a pretty good chance that Shishak melted. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's a really never, good that's, question. That's a really good question. What What happened to Shishak? It seems wow. like he might have been really careful with the Ark. I mean, it's in like a... <laughs> no, he, he yeah. freaking built the Well of the Souls for it. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd think he knew the rules and didn't open it and stuff like that. So. Andy, at least it, we, we, you know, we talked about this earlier. At least he put it, you know, he got his city planners together in a way. And they're like, well, put, put it in a, a prominent location. Yeah, put it in the, <laughs> the Tannis Commons. Yeah. Like, actually, I remember I wanted on first in Maine. <laughs> right. <laughs> unless, Pete, unless you were talking about the fact that Shishak the snake absolutely melts in a couple <laughs> seconds. Yeah. 
Which is a well, question I had. That... Yeah, no, this, yeah, what I was, I had, it's probably the same question. Is did, did world-renowned archaeologist Dr. Jones just discover the resting place of the Ten Commandments <laughs> and then ignite it? <laughs> probably. I have no problem understanding that. I mean, he, did, he just lit the well of the souls on fire. He has this history of actually destroying the stuff he discovers, so why make an exception now? Yeah, he's like, oh. Another chamber three that I can disturb. Check that off my list. There's like a hundred foot statue of Anubis behind him that's intact. Yeah. After 3,000 years, it's intact. It doesn't take a picture or a sketch yeah. or anything. I mean, the smoke alone would ruin the hieroglyphics. <laughs> but it's going to take out those snakes, and that's the most important thing Yeah. Andy. Well, we were talking remember, about. Remember the boulder. <laughs> <laughs> we were um, talking about last week. There's a, a guy, and unfortunately, this was when you were out of town, Jerry. There was a guy, in the background, a lot of in a lot of these shots that I was saying might be an undercover archaeologist. He's kind of like Indy's kind of sneaking into the camp to try to find the ark, and there's another guy that's trying to sneak into the camp to document all these these sites before Belloc and Indy destroy them. <laughs> so I'm hoping that this guy is like one of the guys looking down through the. The opening actually, actually, there is one in there. Um, if I remember correctly, I read that Spielberg, they did a scene. There is this young archaeologist. He's actually taking notes and, and sketching stuff. And then is disturbed by Indy pushing. So I'm, I'm um, jumping ahead there. Pushing the boulder out where he actually escapes with Marion from the Wall of the Souls. Oh, yeah. And I think because they... Couldn't do a reshoot of the scene. There's still a little bit of him in there in the scene. Oh, really? Wow. That's when they're coming out of the Well of Souls later on? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they push that, look for that, that stone out. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, originally come out th- they come out and there's a guy standing there. And he's like, huh? That's a very, like... <laughs> then he takes the bourbon out of his tunic and tosses it away. Never again. Well, then he's just going to run right back through that hole and try to sketch everything really quickly before it burns down. (laughs) Sketch all the rubble. Yeah, but there is this guy who's doing a proper job, like sketching stuff, taking pictures, measuring, and there is this bully who just destroys everything. (laughs) Got the ark. (laughs) doesn't even get to keep it right that's true it's, from what it's I've heard. actually mind-blowing <laughs> that and it, and it i mean i know we talk about this all the time but this one is egregious also it seems like we talk about we joke about indy not having a plan really or half a plan but uh he immediately has a bucket of gasoline at the ready like <laughs> yeah. did somebody have to run back to town to get this or is it just right there <laughs> Like I heard, I heard Sala's wife in my head going, where did this gasoline can come from? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wonder, did somebody lower it? I mean, you you missed that whole part. You're like, yeah, you immediately had, was that lowered in like, first they see the snakes and they're like, well, I know as much as I hate snakes, snakes hate gasoline, fire, (laughs) (laughs) like. They don't, obviously. No. (laughs) No. Poor snakes. Yeah. This is, it is actually, though, I mean, it's terrible archaeology, but it is good symbolism because on the 
some of the pyramid texts, the Egyptian priests would depict Ra, the falcon-headed uh, sun disk, defeating Apep, the serpent, with fire. Oh. Well. Indy is an instrument of the gods. Yes. <laughs> and the gods hate everything and just want everything to be busted. <laughs> <laughs> Come over tonight, Pete, will you? <laughs> I love these. I love the stories, man. <laughs> oh, you too. Yeah. Um, that is a cool shot, though. I mean, we make fun of Indy, but we can't make fun of this movie because it's awesome. When no. you see spraying the gas everywhere, and he tosses that torch right in our faces, and we all go up in flames. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> and everything, like everything in the whole scene, not just the snakes, everything is slithering. <laughs> right like there's a there's a rope the rope that which he descended oh, yeah. yeah that's behind him kind of slithering in the background and then he pulls out the 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 gas tube the gasoline tube can thing and he he starts shaking it and the gas comes out and it's all it's like we're fighting snakes with snakes <laughs> <laughs> um and have you listened to the music in this scene this is awesome, I think. Yeah. Is this yeah. more of that uh, high, fluty, trilly kind yeah. of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And kind of reminded me, and this maybe I'm off way again, kind of reminded me of the soundtrack of Fahrenheit 451. Oh, my gosh. So it's, of course, about someone setting fire. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Flame throwers. Yeah. What, nice. uh, what temperature do snakes burn at? Do we know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ray Bradbury never got to that one. <laughs> um, so as we go up in flames, we cut back to Renee and Marion. Why did I just call him Renee? Ah, <laughs> Why did I call out, him Renee? Man, stop it. Why did you do that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Maybe the dress was for Tom. Yeah, his charms are <laughs> getting to me. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh -oh. Anyway. Jesus, go take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to after this. Uh, so they are... Uh, they're getting cozy. She's sitting down with them. She's coming on very, very smooth and sexy. Uh, mm -hmm. but do we think that Renee is just, uh, you know, totally buying this or is he playing her a little bit? Like what's going on here? They're playing each other, I think. I mean, they both want something and they're both, uh, I mean, he's into her, but she's, we're assuming not into him. Um, so that's yeah. it you know that's an amazing you poor it is that's yeah that's <laughs> uh, i mean like, i mean that's... i don't i mean that would get me to just i'd be like chaperone get the hell out of here that would get me to pour <laughs> yeah that would get me to pour the whole <laughs> <Absolutely>. bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and i think i think what's interesting i think we maybe for once we see belloc's achilles heel here oh absolutely yeah yeah because oh. I think he, I think he is. I mean, females maybe are kryptonite to him. He can't, you know. Yeah. It's yeah, like if, if, the... if 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 you want to say, if only you spoke celibacy. <laughs> <laughs> if only you spoke handshakes from across the table. Going going back to the novelization of that thing, there's yes. actually a scene in there uh, where it says that Marion is actually very much attracted to Balak, and she. She kind of debates in her head if she should actually go for it, and they kiss. None of that is in the film. I don't Oof. get a feeling from her that she's attracted to him. I think she's just playing him. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, I'm glad that's not in there. That would have freaked me out. That would have freaked me Marian. out, too. 
There's a well, lot in novelization that freaks me out. <laughs> yes. And but it's almost did, all about I mean, Marion too, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> in her in her defense, in her defense, she runs into Indy and Indy finds out she's alive. Yeah. And he and leaves they, her there, there, the jerk. He loves <laughs> ditching Marion. He loves yeah. it. Yeah. He loves his gold. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean in her yeah. Maybe she's just like, I just got to get out of this any way I can. Indiana Jones or no Indiana Jones. Yeah, like guys have been screwing me over all this time. Maybe I'll just start jerking other people around. I, I got to get out of here. Where's she's my 3, used to spending for herself, right? Yeah. 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 She can handle herself. I'm not worried about her. She's going to be <laughs> all right. Maybe that's I mean, why her you poor is so amazing. Yeah. Yeah, because she sells it. I mean, like especially if she's faking it if she's playing him it's like boy that was good jeez yeah. well we've been talking a lot about uh in the last few weeks about how belloc and indy are mirror images of each other and this i think is a fantastic example of that because belloc is sitting there and behind him you see the blue lightning flashing through the, <laughs> the tent and wow. so he's sort of bathed in this blue lightning and you hear the thunder um but it's like it the light almost overpowers him when he's sitting there. So it's like he's trying to get what he wants. Um, but Indy is kind of overshadowing him out trying to get what he wants. Hmm. And well, they're both pouring. Like Belloc pours and then Indy's pouring the, the gas. <laughs> and then Belloc sets Marion on fire. Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I like that they're both pouring. Well, and I thought, you know, and, and this scene is reminiscent of another toasting scene. Right. Previous where you're like Marcus. Oh, you know, yeah. Mar Marcus, uh, you know, like, like Marcus, Belloc is measured in his alcoholic intake. <laughs> and Marion is reckless. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, she, she can hold her liquor. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of her superpower. But she, you know, she downs it the same as Indy. Yeah. It's just mm -hmm. reckless and. I'm I'm still assuming this is like white wine or something. Is is downing white wine a thing? Like, is that <laughs> I impressive? I don't know. Well, it's a sign of not having any taste. But I <laughs> That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Actually, I think this is some kind of schnapps or something. What what is it they drink there? Rocky, some kind of anise. Yeah, I, th I thought it was Look grappa. Or, yeah. Well, it's his, right? It's his. Uh, it's it's his from family his label. Family, yeah. So yeah. whatever they do in France. It's definitely not wine because it's a totally clear liquid. Yeah, but yeah. couldn't it be white wine? It's, no, it's, it's like totally clear, clear you're saying. Yeah, I think but it's like get... a grappa or a limoncello or something. And I mean, okay. as a French guy, even if he's not that much of a drinker, would he be drunk like that? I mean, he is clearly intoxicated after a half bottle of white wine. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, he sw he swills it. He takes a sip and then swills it like uh, that whole wine thing. Like, let me invite the bouquet into the, <laughs> yeah, the you know, and in my mouth and the senses. And he kind of does a little, like he's an expert wine taster. And that's why it's Mar Marion just down, you know, she just throws it back. <laughs> it shows poor taste. Or, or a woman who really knows what she's doing. Or she's never seen wine before, or whatever it is. She's only seen like hooch, uh, Nepalese mountain hooch, and whiskey, and uh, oh, a beverage that smells vaguely alcoholic. Nope. <laughs> it's the only way she drinks nope. anything. 
Is that is that her trying to recreate the drinking game from before? Like I've always won these drinking games, so I can beat this guy. Yeah, I think so. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah there's like, no oh. question. And that's why she's getting him to engage. Like, and I think she's kind of getting him to loosen up. Like, hey, you know, if I get a little, I'm I'm down to party. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm down to party. You got me the dress. <laughs> we're we're all good. Thumbs up. The chaperone's gone. You seen my back naked? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, the peeping tom. Yeah, really. <laughs> Renee. Well, I mean, what what is he way. actually doing with Mary in there though? Does he just like? Because he he obviously he actually we know, we know he actually just has the hots for Marion. and then he kind of has to make this deal with the Nazis, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, well, that, might, that may be later minutes. But. On the surface, he wants information from her, but there might be other things he wants from her too. He's I get the imp- I get the <laughs> I get the impression <laughs> that like the wine showed up in the exact same shipment as the dress. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> my stuff's here. Yeah, my kit, <laughs> my female interrogation kit. Yeah, I'm all set. Oh. <laughs> or maybe it's simply just out for a cozy night. Could be. Could it's like be. it's like his adult prom kit. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Got my chaperone. Got my dress. Got my wine or whatever it is. <laughs> Break glass in case of emergency. <laughs> <laughs> Break glass in case of girl intent. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. Do we have anything else for this minute? Doris, we should ask you what uh, you were going to tell us. Yeah. The German uh, translation of the title of this movie. Yeah. So the German title is Jäger des Verlorenen Schatzes, which translates as Hunters of the Lost Treasure. So no hint as to what treasure they're hunting. Um, Hmm. And the title is still the same. They... uh, did a new dub in the uh, Blu-ray version, but um, the title stayed the same. So. Interesting. Hunters of the of the what treasure? Of the lost treasure. Hunters of the lost treasure. I don't hate that. That's all right. I mean, it sounds yeah. very like fifties, like you know, more like the uh, the serials that they're aping. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I'll buy it. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be much worse. Like. Hat Man and the Adventure <laughs> of the Bad People. That sounds like the title says they had um, floating around for Indie Four. <laughs> well, that's movie. That's the next movie. <laughs> right. They've given up. Well, like, it's not worse than Indiana Jones and the Gallstone or something. <laughs> <laughs> the most sacred stone of all. Well, is it weird watching movies like this in Germany because the Germans, like a kind of German who is not around anymore is the bad guy? Is, that, is there anything weird about that? No, we're used to it, actually. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Most, well, Germany itself uh, makes a lot of movies about the Nazi era. So oh, interesting. Um, it's, it's not um, something that we're not used to seeing. We're also very much used to being the bad guys in movies, which we're, as a nation, I think, quite fine because, in general, we all agree that Nazism was bad. So being the bad guys in the movie and being defeated 
it's not something that we um, find annoying or insulting. Um, I mean, there are some cliches in those movies, although I have to say this one comes across as, as pretty well done in that case. And uh, can I add something that I find nice? Sure. sure. Um, Dietrich. Actually, the German pronunciation would be Dietrich. Um, Sala does it uh, pretty well. Oh, okay. Um, Sala. God bless you. Yeah, that's, that's of course because John Reese Davis is Welsh and they can pronounce the <laughs> sound. Um, in the, I think the up to the third draft of the script, he was called Schliemann. Hmm. Oh, and Heinrich? of course, Heinrich, Heinrich Schliemann is the German granddaddy of archaeology. Oh, interesting. He is the one who discovered Troy. Wow, wow. And um, of course, they, they changed all the names so there would be no reflection to actual people, even if they're long, long dead and gone. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That's amazing that you say that they have done a good job in this movie, particularly with uh, representing uh, Germans, because I, I've said before on here that uh, I'm always amazed that it turns out that any of the German in this movie is actually legitimate German, that any of it is. I know it, not all of it can be, but it, I always assume that all of it is just gibberish for American audiences and they're not going to know the difference or something. Of course, in most people talking uh, German in the movie, you notice they have an accent as a German. So you know it's it's an American or an English person talking German, but the German just makes sense. And there's actually one in there. I think it was a German tourist. They just picked up on, on the set in Tunisia um, and put him in a uniform. And you notice that is a real German talking. Oh, wow. I think wow. That, scene, that scene cut where there was a scene where... Um, Sala is discovered with the uh, the rope. Yeah. In the in the map room, and Sala is about to be shot by a German soldier, and that German soldier is a real German. Oh, and the cutscene you mean? Both um, yeah. is German too, so the one who plays Dietrich. Right. Um, but the German does make sense in that movie, whereas in Crusade. They actually talk to so. Oh, they do really? <laughs> oh, wow. I don't want to say that's awesome, but it's kind of awesome. It is German. It's so it's silly. German, but the way they put sentences together, it doesn't make any sense. It's exactly what I thought. It's exactly See, yeah, that, what well, I thought. Well, that's what I thought about this movie, too. That's that's incredible. Yeah, but they're just sleepwalking <laughs> through it. <laughs> yeah. They they already I mean they already got they already got their golden idol treasure after this one. <laughs> That's going to be a bit of a theme I think going forward. Yeah. <laughs> well, in Germany you wouldn't notice that because uh, it's dubbed over anyway. They all talk German in that film. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, it's been awesome having you on, Doris. Thanks. It's yeah. been fun. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for joining, joining us. us, and thank you for uh, yeah giving some credence to the German aspects of this movie, which I assumed were bunk. Oh, well, you have to go two movies ahead for a little bit of bunk. <laughs> Just a little bit of bunk. Uh, oh, and thanks, too, for online uh, supporting uh, and praising Pete's uh, various pronunciations and stuff. Yeah. Oh, we should ask you since you're here. What? I'm still unclear. Pete was like 90% on what Tote might be saying when he goes, Nick! 
in in Marion's uh, bar. Do you have any idea what he's saying there? It's Nick. Actually, it's Nick. Stop it, Jerry. Stop Nick. it. It's Nick. Um, the person is called Nick. Yeah. You think that? <laughs> I'm cutting this out. Wonderful in the police. That is weird. Oh, Doris, I love you. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Doris. <laughs> All right. Well, Pete, where can people go to rub my nose in it that maybe the guy says Nick? You can go to our Facebook page and definitely rub Tom's nose in it and tell us how much you like Nick and find us at <laughs> indianajonesminute.com. If anything, he says net or net. He's like speaking <laughs> Russian or something. Wrong movie. Doris, there you go. Stop it. I reject this all. I'm erasing <laughs> this entire episode, not by accident. Um, no, seriously, Doris, this has been awesome. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. And everyone, please join us uh, next time for Minute 66 of Raiders of the Lost Ark here on the Indiana Jones Minute. You, you poor. poor. <laughs> Jones? <laughs> Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pouring, I'm pouring. <laughs>